this is a warning, this podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. (laughs) We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks guys, bye. Have you ever wandered into a graveyard with your friends at dusk? Have you ever taken a hike in the corn and it just went a little bit too far? Do you remember that house down the street that people were going into but never coming out? Two born and raised Midwestern Scorpios take you on a journey of actual true crime cases that tantalize your taste buds but still leave you wanting more. Murder, deception, manipulation. We have questions that need answers. What goes on inside a serial killer's mind? How did they get sucked into that cult? Join us every Tuesday to get your serving of spooky, scary, true crime. Always remember the code of the Midwest. Don't talk to strangers. Don't go anywhere alone. And lock your damn doors. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, Future Jen here. I just wanted to pop in to say we're also going to be sharing a story that uh, we recorded over the weekend with a fellow vendor at the Magic Market that we had been advertising about. Uh, She's got a really, really wild and good fucking story. So um, please take a listen. She does share her social media. So if you could also go take a follow, she shares and sells the most adorable fucking jewelry. So take a listen, let us know what you think and uh, give us some feedback and leave some comments on our Instagram and Facebook page. Thanks, guys. Okay, so if you want, you could like share the name of your your business, or if you want, uh, or your Instagram, anything you want to share, cool. or comfortable with. Thank you, I appreciate it. So I'm uh, recording with Jen. She was so kind to record my paranormal experience, and I'm uh, vending with her at the Magic Market at the Reading Room with Danica. And um, my shop is called Bruja Puta Aesthetics. You can find me on Instagram at Buta underscore Bruja underscore Aesthetics, and on Facebook under Bruja Buta. And uh, so I was going to share with Jen that I used to live in Chicago. I used to live in this small suburb called Cicero, and it was in the early 90s, so it was it was pretty gang-ridden at that point, and a dangerous place, but, you know, we were Mexican, so we would, like, walk home and stuff, it, take it as in stride we were like whatever <laughs> but the house that we moved into in Cicero was what seemed to be brand new where it seemed like it was all gutted and we're we were so surprised at the price I remember my mom and dad making a big deal about how how cheap it was <laughs> and uh, because this was their first house that they moved into and had I guess were renting at the time to own and so it was a big deal to them they were really excited and you know, we were there for about three years, and the only reason why we were, we were there for three years is because um, my parents actually started to encounter the paranormal experiences, even though we had been telling them for a while <laughs> that we were seeing things. 
So it all started, I forget how long we were living there, but my older sister and I used to share a room. We used to share a bed. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of experiences like that when you share a room with an older sibling. And uh, so one night we we started hearing uh, something crying in the corner of our room. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's already a big no for me. <laughs> yeah. But like we had a younger sister and then my mom had just given birth to my, my youngest sister, my last youngest sister. So we were used to the crying and we just woke up and we saw this little girl, what we thought was my younger my younger sister after me crying in the corner of a room so I just got up my older sister was just like just go to mom's room I don't know if I can say it or not okay. or well if you want we'll, we'll bleep that out if yeah you, want. If you can okay. yeah yeah I don't know if she'd want, want me to share this okay. or not but um so my sister she's like oh my younger sister is crying in the corner of the room and I got up and we saw her crying in the corner of the room, but she was wearing something that we weren't used to wearing, which is kind of like a little nightgown that was had puffy sleeves, it was white, it was really fancy and elegant, and we weren't used to seeing that, but you know, we didn't know any better, it was just, I was seven and my older sister was ten, so uh -huh. we're like, just go, go to mom's room, she's kept crying, where's my mommy, where's my mommy? Mom's in the other room, what's wrong with you? <laughs> She's just over there. You came over here, you know? We're like, whatever, just come on, come to bed, let's go to sleep. So I grabbed her hand and I went to, brought her to the bed and she fell asleep between us. In the morning, she wasn't there. So we went to my mom's room. She was getting ready for work. Why was our younger sister in our room crying last night? Was she, did she get lost? I, we don't know why she was crying in our room last night. My mom was getting ready. What are you talking about? You know, she's been in the room with me all night long. Because my dad worked at night, throughout the night. And, um, sorry. No, you're and, good. Um, so she was like, no, she's been here all night with me. And then when we looked at her, she was on my mom's bed sleeping in a onesie pajama with the little footies on and the little, the little blubbies. It was like a full piece just because, you know, to yeah. protect her from scratching herself. She was uh, three years old, so she couldn't walk around and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, that's weird, you know. Yeah. What, however, a seven-year-old rea would react to that. Just, just like, oh, okay, and just walk away and go about our day. So that was one experience, and then we encountered it again, but this time she uh, she said, where's my mommy, where's your mommy, and then she disappeared in front of us, and we're like, okay. <laughs> was it at night? It was all at night, oh, yeah, it, it wake, it, she would wake us up crying in the corner oh. of the room, where's my mommy, where's my mommy, and uh, well, that the second time we encountered her, she disappeared in front of our eyes, and we're like, what just happened? Yeah. Again, seven and ten years old, so we didn't know what the heck we just saw. Yeah. I just went back to sleep. We just went back to sleep. <laughs> okay, she might have, you know, ducked out somewhere. So, again, we brought it to the attention of our mom. Why was our younger sister in our room last night? She was crying in our room. My mom would just brush it off. Don't know what you're talking about. She was here, you know. And so, oh, we just left it at that. So my dad also encountered something where my youngest sister had just been born 
So he would get up in the middle of the night, since my mom couldn't walk, she just gave birth, yeah. she needed to be on bed resting. He would go into the kitchen to heat up a bottle for my youngest sister. And so he'd be standing there, and he was one of those guys where, nah, nah, those don't exist, blah, 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 they don't exist. But he would tell us that he would see my mom walk up the stairs in the middle of the night. He would ask my, my mom, what are you doing up? Why are you walking up the stairs? Yeah. What are you? My mom's like, what are you talking about? I can't walk anywhere right now, let alone walk upstairs. And uh, he was like, well, I thought you had just walked up the stairs and just went back to the room. No, I didn't. Wow. And then another thing that we encountered was that we would hear deep footsteps and scurrying upstairs in our attic. Oh. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else about our attic in just a moment, but... This one, my dad also encountered. We'd be sitting there watching TV. I forget what it was. But I would be just, like, so entranced in the TV show. And all of a sudden, I'd, get, I'd look around, and my dad was tracking the footsteps that he was hearing upstairs in the attic. Oh, and so he was a carpenter, so he knew exactly where the walls were. And he would track the footsteps and where they would go through the walls and continue forward. Same with the scurrying that he would hear up there. He thought they were, it, they, it was, the screen was squirrels. He's yeah. like, okay, that's just squirrels. We went up there, and me and my older sister, we dumped all of our toys everywhere. We had a bunch of toys that we just scattered in the, the entire ground of the attic. My dad heard it again a week later, and you didn't hear any of the toys being knocked out. You just heard the footsteps and the scurrying going on. Yeah. And, um... What else did we encounter? So the the lady that my my dad saw walking walking up the stairs, he my mom actually said that she saw her one night while she was rocking my youngest sister in the rocking chair. She said that she walked down the hall up the stairs. She said it was just a white form, a white form that just walked up the stairs. She's like, I don't know what it was, but it gave off. A feeling of being a female uh -huh. and she walked up the stairs and she disappeared so when we finally decided to move because my dad had enough my mom had enough of seeing this woman and hearing footsteps and us going to her about the little girl crying in our room yeah so we were talking to our neighbors we finally talked to our neighbors because again we're mexican so we weren't like hey, guys, you know? and it was cicero so we weren't really friendly to anybody and nobody was really friendly in chicago okay. but um so the last day that we were there we were explaining to our neighbors yeah we're moving because you know just so many things are happening that are just unexplained we can't we can't deal with it anymore because it keeps my mom up at night it keeps us up at night so my neighbor said, oh, okay, so you were in the house where this small family was murdered by a gang, and the reason why the inside of the house was gutted is because the gang knocked out the door, which we could tell because the door frame was new. They knocked out the door, they shot the wife as she was running up the stairs, and that's why she would go up the stairs and disappear on the stairs. They went into the back room where we used to sleep and killed the little girl oh in my that God. room. And then they went upstairs and they killed the husband that was up there. They had ran up there. I guess he was the one that was involved with everything. Yeah. And killed the dogs that were up there too. Oh, that would be the scurrying. Oh my God. Yeah. And we were just like, wow. 
we didn't know any of that. Like, our realtor didn't tell my parents that either. My dad was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was at a time where they didn't have to disclose that information, but he got so mad when he got that information from our neighbors. Yeah. And wow. that just connected all the dots for and, us. And do you know, like, if it was, um, like, a recent thing or if it was, like, something that had happened, like, in the past? No, it was a recent thing. Oh, my God. It was just, like, re- yeah, they said it happened, like, within the last year or something like that. I forget exactly, but it was really recent. That's why everything was updated. Um, they said if you pulled up the carpet on the stairs, you could still see the blood there on the stairs. Oh my God. Like, because it soaked into the wood, so you can still see the blood. You can see the blood upstairs. Wow. And um, in the attic, there was always this very dark, cold spot, like, in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I figured that's where the husband got killed, because there was all this carpeting upstairs in the attic, which was weird. This <laughs> carpet in the attic, like, in the storage space, True. you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, every time my dad would try to, like, fix the lighting over there, like, it would never stay fixed. Mm-hmm. It always, like, the light bulb will pop or something, and there was always dead rodents in, you know, in the area. Wow. Even though, like, he wouldn't put, like, rat poison or anything. Yeah. It was crazy. That sounds crazy. Holy shit. It was crazy. <laughs> that is And, like, amazing. and, like, uh, none of that, like, really caused me to be flabbergasted until like years later where we were recounting the tales yeah. and then my dad was like yeah remember this and my mom's like yeah remember when we were talking to the neighbors and like, <laughs> you're like it makes sense now <laughs> yeah yeah it's like but you guys said that we were crazy <laughs> every time we told you we saw somebody in our room you're like nah, nah. Wow. and then you said that there was any ghost and he's like I don't know what I saw I don't know what I heard but this is what happened that was my dad I was like and you don't believe it after that that's so crazy oh my mm-hmm. god I'm sorry that's fucking wild as for real <laughs> for real and since then I've been trying to just relive that experience you know what I mean because it was like a full figure that I grabbed the hand of yeah. I don't know if it was because I was like a little kid you uh-huh. know what I mean and like you know how they say little kids have like a, yeah. more of a connection yeah. yeah so I'm like that was that was just that's like thinking about it now it's like yeah or well because that's what I was thinking too I was like maybe it's the mom and that's the daughter like they they go together but wow that yeah literally mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm. holy shit and we didn't get any of our like answers questions or, or questions answered until we had moved out well yeah. my parents anyways because they didn't tell us any of that until we were like older we're like remember that house <laughs> <laughs> you know well you know how you yeah. talk with your family and yeah. stuff and like you're like well we were talking to the neighbors did they? <laughs> and you didn't care to like share that information share that with us like <laughs> wow that's crazy <laughs> oh shit it was insane yeah so, thank yeah, you that's, for sharing that. you're very welcome I love talking about it each time just because like I get goosebumps every time I talk yeah. about it just because again like I know that was something I saw. Even if I was seven years old, I understood what I was seeing in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know most people brush it off like, oh, you and your sister were just young. You don't know what you saw. Those yeah. are real. You know, but it's like, but there was a full-grown man there that didn't believe in ghosts, but he was still tracking footsteps that didn't make sense why they kept walking through walls. Yeah. Back and forth, really loud, heavy footsteps. Damn. And the scurrying that was just like, unexplained I wonder if that is like still there I don't know but I was talking to my sister last time and I was like I would like to travel back up there to find this house just to see it 
I've been a Google yeah Google Maps. Google mapping it, and it's <laughs> it brings on an air of like eeriness. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's abandoned now. I had a chance to do that to my child at home, and like just getting there with like all the shit. Like when you actually see it. Like, you start getting flashbacks of, like, stuff that you yes. didn't even recall at the moment. And that's just on Google. Like, yeah. and the house is abandoned now. Like, nobody lives there. I wonder if that contributed I to it. I think so. I think now because they have to yeah, say this, this this is a haunted house, you know, and it's very active. Wow. It's very active. That's amazing. On the last night that we were packing everything up, our cousins and everybody were there to help pack everything up. And it got really loud in the attic to the point that was banging on the door. Oh, shit. Banging on the door. Even my cousins ran up there with with bats because they were like, there is somebody up there. This isn't a ghost. This is somebody up there. They'd run up there with bats and there was no one there. Holy shit. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They were like, you see? You guys believe us now? (laughs) I would just, I'd be like, I'm going to fucking charge people to come visit me. (laughs) That's why I want to track it down. I would like to go there and just sit down and be like, here I am. Yeah. You remember me. You yeah. know, I want to see you because, you know, yeah. up until now, I think I'm crazy because everybody's like, mm, you know, <laughs> it's not real, you know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's, I, I would like to relive that experience. Yeah. I guess that's why I, I worked so long at the Ripley's Haunted Adventures because yeah. I wanted to experience but it again. The reality yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I'm so interested in it because it's like, where's the next haunted place? Because I want to go there and I want to see it. I want to see yeah. that little girl cry. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have met somebody that said that they worked. I don't know if she's. Yeah, she said she worked there at that same attraction. And that uh, I guess the wax museum, that there's a restroom downstairs. And she that said there was a little boy, I yeah. think, in there. Yeah, so. Oh no, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that whole area is haunted. Even the people that like run like the convenience stores and stuff uh-huh. down the street, they have stories as well. Because you you get you become like a family down the mm-hmm. street. You like go and they give you discounts and stuff, and you get to talking to them during your lunch breaks and whatnot. And they'll tell you at the Pat O'Brien's they have a basement that they always say they feel yeah, really scared. I I've actually I was really good friends with one of the. Uh, bartenders and they took me down there yeah and it's crazy like yeah. as soon as you go down, down there with the like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> the only way i would explain it is like if you're, <coughs> if you know you're not you're it's like a bad neighborhood and you're crossing it like that feels like something's potentially going to happen to you that's, or it feels like a full room of people yeah that's what really? it feels like that you just feel so like, uh, like you're, yeah, like basically it's like attributing like you're going down the wrong alleyway. Yeah, this is what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that whole area down there, you guys should try to go down there and befriend somebody, and they'll let Seriously. you down into their basement. Yeah, so can... After that, I got tanked on hurricanes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The hurricanes were the best. The hurricanes, yes. And that purple drink, I forget what that purple one. Yeah, was. Those that those one too. was so good too. Wow. Oh, fuck. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Oh, my welcome. God. You're very welcome. That's amazing. And then at night, I used to work at the hotel, the Red Roof Inn down there, too. Really? Oh. And you would hear cannon blasts out what? of nowhere. Oh, my God. From the Alamo. That's crazy. Just cannon blasts. Because I would, uh, sometimes I'd be walking there early in the morning because my shift would start at, I forget, six or seven. Oh, shit. And, um... I'd be walking and all of a sudden I'd hear a cannon blast. You're not the first person that I've heard to say that. And like, uh, so I was drinking with this couple and they were uh, from up north as well. 
and they started talking about the, that area, and they said that they kept hearing the noise, the noise, but they didn't attribute it to anything. Yeah. Until they started watching a movie where someone lit a cannon and it fucking fired off. Yes. For me, it didn't click right away when I would hear it. I would just be like, oh, whatever, it's just city noise. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then one day I was actually listening to it, and then I realized I was in the Alamo area, yeah. and I'm like, that's what that is. Yeah. That's weird. That is a cannon blast. This yeah. isn't just a regular noise. This is a cannon blast. Yeah. yeah. Or well, I used to work like right where like Hotel Indigo, like on the other side on on Broadway, and uh, I would my shifts would start like around nine a.m. and like I'd hear the cannon blast and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yes. And it's like the fucking Alamo reenactments, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Art tourists trying to sleep or something? Yeah. Yeah. But, Yes, yeah. yes. But then you hear that again and there's nothing going on. Yeah, it's that's like, fucking crazy. No. That, the whole area is, <laughs> is pretty extreme. There are even some people that have taken pictures and they get like warriors or whatever. Really? They get soldiers. That's what it is. I'm just going to go selfie my like way through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, these are people that work there for years, so yeah, they, they have a lot of pictures of the area, and they're like, what is that, you know? Yeah. Or, well, there was one one mistake I saw, it was like, be a ghost tour host or something, and I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. I was just like, oh, somebody has to watch my kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that sounds, that's fucking wild. Yeah. It's wild as fuck. This place is great. Yeah. This place is great for paranormal experiences. Yeah, definitely. Well, shit, thank you. Thank you thank so much you. for sharing. Thank you for hearing me out yeah definitely all right okay what did you think i loved it right that was fucking dope right that was like that's why i was like i need you to listen to this right now i need to see your reaction yeah oh my god like like total uh saw bring together like all the fucking like wraps it up nicely (laughs) in in the most horrible way but like you at least you you know what's why it's yeah. happening. Yeah, once she once she started telling about how like the family uh yeah. ultimately met their demise right away I it was triggered back to the little girl crying in the corner and yeah. I'm like, Oh god, oh no, I don't wanna I don't want this to be put into my reality. <laughs> yeah but yeah that that's fucking wild and also just her confirming about like about the attractions downtown them being very active like when we had spoke with the lady at the paranormal fest when she was saying that she worked downtown for a long time and that she had a bunch of different um I guess experiences. So yeah, it's very yeah. cool. So hey, not just drunk people. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you worked downtown, like uh, I know it's going to be closing soon. Like the Ripley's attractions and all of that. All of that, I believe, is going to be closed down. Yeah, and, and yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like we should go over there. We should go over there and just say, hey, look, you know what? Just let us in. Let us fuck around for a little while. No, have you ever gone inside the wax museum? Actually, I have not. It's so fucking creepy. I've gone in there. Afterwards. I would love it's not, to go in there. Then it's not fun down there. Wow. Like I went during like no. regular hours, and I was just like, wow, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. no, I want to go. <laughs> no. Okay, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, Let's get into our actual content and story for the podcast. All right. Thanks, guys.
Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with my brother, Eric, and my boyfriend, Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? All right, and we are here with another paranormal potluck. All right, guys, before we talk, what are you bringing for this potluck if you're bringing food? (laughs) Uh, Damn it. Why are you putting me on the spot? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to bring some shots with a dead man's toe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. That immediately was like, no. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, I would bring hmm, potato salad, but I would make Jesse make it because... <laughs> so I'm already bringing something then. <laughs> no, you're bringing twice the things. What are you bringing, Jesse? I recently saw something that I was like, man, that's not... I have a bad idea. Um, it is um, like lobster stuffed uh mushrooms like it's like oh yeah sounds expensive (laughs) i'm not taking this to a potluck (laughs) i mean it's i don't like these people yeah do i like (laughs) y'all who's going (laughs) this is my food (laughs) y'all what did y'all bring all right well uh if you're just tuning in for the first time wait i just want to say it's it's a lobster and the mushrooms are small so like you wouldn't like use a lot of the lobster to fill up you know lobster what I mean? tails are still expensive it's like <laughs> what like 20 bucks 30 bucks something like that that's yeah very like one lobster tail might be able to like fill a couple yeah th- or, mushrooms, especially yeah. you mix it in with like uh the, Ooh, the cheese. Like cream cheese yeah and stuff. like yeah. you mix it in with other stuff mm, sweat yeah. those bad boys i i I'm cheap. Sweat them until that mushroom head is nice and plump and gorged. <laughs> Some of that I'll mushroom. Never eat mushrooms like I know. <laughs> Some mushroom head cheese. And- Ew, stop. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, okay. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are Let's Chat Paranormal. You can send in your own stories to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com. We also have a little flea market stand. It's under Jenny's Art and Oddities where you can go and visit and tell your own story in person. Uh, if you don't want to write it in and whatnot, I know sometimes they can be very lengthy emails, you know. But anywho's, uh creepy updates, guys. I do have one. How about y'all? I do. Oh, right. The- podcast joe that we were just put in podcast joe yeah because you're gonna edit out our great discussion about the stuffed mushrooms anyways it's not great um all right so do y'all have any real creepy updates i i I do not i don't okay i do have one so and this happened like this morning or last night slash this morning okay so jesse typically will drink in the living room and he usually falls asleep on the couch and will sometimes go to the bed around 4 a.m. or something. Well, last night, I would say around 2 a.m., Lola was scratching at the door and she clearly needed to come to the other side of the house because that's where her pee pad is. And so I was like, all right, dude, hold on. And so I get up, try to go open the door and it's locked. I'm like, motherfucker. And so I check the cameras. Jesse's asleep. So clearly he accidentally (laughs) locked us I don't remember locking it, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. I was like, I've never locked it out this whole time. Anyways, yes, you have. Um, (laughs) So anywho's, I'm not trying to wake up Sal or anything. So like, I'm like, I know he's going to wake up eventually. I'm not going to make a big ruckus. So I'll just wait till he gets up. And so probably around four, I wake up again and I'm just like, 
Uh, I go check to see if it's open, still locked. I'm like, great. And I went to go lay back down. And then I hear footsteps down the hallway, like approaching the door. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's awake. Because like at this point, I'm like, I need to pee. (laughs) And and so (laughs) I'm waiting for him to open the door. And it never unlocks, and I'm just like, "Where the what the fuck?" And yeah. so I check the camera again, and he's still passed out in the same position. Ooh. And so I'm just like, "All right, you tricked me. Good, good fucking joke, haha." <laughs> you know, like I'm just With like your legs still crossed. Yeah, I'm all like, I really need to pee, <laughs> but whatever. And so finally, Jesse does wake up like around five thirty and goes to the bed. I'm, and me and Lola are both like. Ah! <laughs> and like gotta go to the restroom but yeah that was my that was what happened uh Ooh, was nice. yeah the footsteps and that just makes me wonder i'm like are they aware that they <laughs> that they're fucking with me or is it just like something they're that always doing does it on purpose yeah I, I hope they're doing it on purpose after this damn podcast jail that you put us mm-hmm. in so fucking... that's uh that's a locket see see what kind of cool interesting stuff happens at one <laughs> they're all saw <laughs> Only it's with the toddler. <laughs> You're just going to hear a voice through the door. Would you like to play a game? Oh, God. Let's see how long you can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, my creepy update. So I think we're ready to get into our stories today, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. Sit back and relax and enjoy this potluck. All right, well, I am, no pun intended, doing a short one, because I am talking about a duende, (laughs) a.k.a. elf, so it's going to be short. (laughs) Um, Well, let's start off by saying uh, it's called uh, Don Diego el Duende, which is uh, basically Spanish for uh, Don Diego the Elf. He is kind of, I guess, like a cryptid in Latin America, but only in like occult circles. Okay. Okay. Mainly because he's used uh, in reverence to get stuff done for people or to curse people or to basically drive people insane. So I've always wondered, right, when you when you uh, prey upon these deities, are they the ones who are doing the work firsthand? Yes. Or, oh, he is. Okay. He, 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 he handles his own work, essentially. Oh. <laughs> so you'll see a duende. Cool. Well, no, you won't. The, on, you won't. the only time you see him is when you do the, the high, the biggest, most powerful spell. Which, like, okay. I've only known, like, two people to ever do. Just because it's so fucking balls to the wall like it's an extreme okay thing um but i have you know seen people practice other smaller ones um because it's it's an extreme method he's almost always guaranteed to come through oh like if you do this right yeah oh Um, okay okay that's why it's like if you're not like in the occult you know, practicing circle, you kind of don't know or have never heard of it because it's not something they actually like play with or joke around about with when they're they're doing stuff like that. Um, it only gets suggested whenever people are like really like, like pushing desperate. on it. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, they're like, saying, yeah, they're like, okay, well, I can do it, but it's gonna be this, and they're like, what the hell is that? So he is essentially like a very strong entity 
He gets used a lot with like Santeria and Santa Muerte kind of rituals and stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. There's been events uh, or sorry, uh, accounts of uh, novice people using it and it going extremely bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like I said, the the most powerful spell, it's whatever it is that you ask it, it grants it within uh, the week. Doesn't matter what it is. You get it instantaneously within that week. Okay. But someone that you care about and love is going to die. Oh, chingo. I was all like, yeah, (laughs) let's meet this guy. (laughs) Never mind. Let's do this tonight. And you don't pick or choose. It just... It just happens. Yes. Okay. Okay. Boo. Mm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm right away thinking like, hmm. And that's what that that's the, literally the, <laughs> con- the, the contemplation that people have. And some people are actually like that think they have no one that they really care or love about. Whenever the news happens, they're like, oh, shit. Well, did it really have to be that person? I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's only for the... The coldest of the people. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's pretty much all I could find. I just felt like he was... He's a good little addition. Yeah, oh, nice. just to, to kind of add into the occult flavor. I was trying to find or ask some of my friends that actually practiced to like, kind of share stories on that. And they were just like, nah, I won't talk about that. Hmm. Um, Ooh, they're like, not even mention it. Yeah, they're thing. like, and you probably shouldn't. They're like, because that's just going to add fire to people going out there and trying to practice yeah so i'm like googling right now yeah because there's only like a very few spell books that include it Hmm. in there especially with the rise of the the cult with santa muerte um yeah but it's in there it's out there um i wouldn't recommend you guys uh trying anything but if you want to read for it yeah there's a bunch of uh spells out there and descriptions of how terrifying this thing looks so yeah yeah oh. and i'm sure there's one guy out there who's just like man everyone i know i fucking hate i am <laughs> ready for this moment so, and then it's their dog <laughs> oh yeah no shit yeah, yeah. like i said it, it's it's always the, the least thing you expect it's their goldfish tail yeah <laughs> <laughs> the libido oh no well i mean truth be told wives can do that on their own sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wah, wah. anyways wait wait where is it where is it nope that's not it damn it <laughs> so i think you're next that wait, is this true. is so people actually have the protection to like protect themselves from this little dwelling? no no like to uh, get protection from him oh to to shield them from any of his doings no no like for for him to actually protect them oh but of course like i said it always comes with the with a price yeah oh interesting shit. i would wonder is there any way of bargaining with him yeah so you could actually maybe bargain like who is sacrificed no Oh, that that's still. But you can bargain stuff with them, but you you can't um, you can't really. It's gonna be on his terms. Hmm. Okay. For, okay. For the most part, in uh, again, if you're English speaking and you don't know any Spanish, it's gonna be very very hard for you to find anything because everything is literally about him is in Spanish. Um, the makeshift um, occult dolls that people make of him. 
Oh shit! Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's too cool. So that it's hollowed out so that he can get in it and move, kind of like uh, puppet master ish. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're gonna find one in your bed, Jen. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I am ready when you guys are. I'm always ready. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> what? I know. That was just like, he just said he's always ready. All right. <laughs> you're Anyways. on edge. You're I on know. edge, Jen. You're on edge. I, you're strict earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's that just, lack mm-hmm. of margarita in her. It, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> um, okay. So today I'm doing the Flatwoods Monster. Mm. It's I would consider this a cryptid slash alien. Ooh. Well, uh it can be, it can go either which way. Exactly. Right? <laughs> All right. So, okay. I'm just going to start. Was Jesse just the technically guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, on September 12th, 1952, in Flatwoods, West Virginia, around 7.15 p.m., three boys, uh, brothers Edward, who was 13, and Fred, who were 12, and friends, uh, or well, the single friend Tommy, who was 10 years old, were playing on the lawn of the Flatwoods Elementary School and suddenly saw a bright object flash across the sky and land in the property of a local uh, farmer by the name of G. Bailey Fisher. Excitedly, the boys rushed home to tell their mother, Kathleen May, of what they saw, and soon after, a small group of them made a trip to the farmer's property. In this group were the two brothers, their mom, the friend Tommy, two more kids by the name of Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, and excuse me, 17-year-old National Guardsman named Eugene Lemon. Yeah, Eugene Lemon. (laughs) I'm still kind of wondering why you had to throw shade on that one kid by saying the single kid. Oh, well, because he was the odd man out. Because it was the two brothers and then it was him. But anyways, so... And their dog. Oh, yeah, and their dog. Sorry. (laughs) All right, so upon arrival at the top of the hill... Neil Nunley reported seeing a pulsating red light, and Guardsman Lemon pointed his flashlight and illuminated what is described as a tall man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by a pointed hood-like shape. And so to help paint a better picture, its head looked like a spade, basically. Okay, okay. Okay, and so later on, it would also be described as 10 feet tall, and it has a blood red face and eyes that glowed greenish orange and mm. either had a dark black or green body. And the figure had small claw-like hands and its clothing was in folds on its body. And so when this creature sees the light on him, it hisses and then glides towards the group. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 never walking. It's like kind of yeah, just floating. like floating. Okay, okay. So I'm uh, with it. I'm yeah, with it. So understandably, guardsman <laughs> Lemon screams and drops his flashlight, and the group runs away. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. He's supposed to be like <laughs> he's 17. He's a baby. Well, All right. The thing that is highly debated on that is that in the accounts. Nobody can agree on how long the flashlight was on this thing. So it was like they instantaneously saw it and then they instantaneously, you know, uh, sorry, spooked and pooped themselves. (laughs) This is kind of like a... Oh, nice. Okay, so the group would later on describe different symptoms of the aftermath after encountering the monster. 
after smelling a deep, pungent smell, some were left with throat or nose irritation, while some vomited and convulsed. A doctor would later uh, examine them and say their ailments were similar to those of people who suffered mustard gas exposure. And so they were saying that, like, their throats had swelled up so much that yeah. they couldn't drink anything for, like, two weeks. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's But I just want to say that, like, I get like that sometimes when my son takes a shit in the bathroom. <laughs> so, uh... Shut up. <laughs> All right. You got to think about it, like... Was it like a miasma that you could actually like see or was it just like you scared this creature so it was like a, you said like a fart and the fart was just so... <laughs> or well, tech, so it was a self-defense mechanism. Yeah. So there was one thing that I saw that like said it sprayed the the gas at them uh, yeah. okay. and that it was like a mist but that was only one place. So this came from the monster monster yeah they're that's what they're saying and so like this whole thing was reported all over like newspapers and this is apparently when uh men in black started showing up um (laughs) and that even ufo hunters were or not ufo hunters but like i guess people that studied ufos went and ufologists ufologists yes it just sounds like you're saying (laughs) oof but anyways, um, they they were also interested. Oh, okay. So okay. a few hours later from this encounter, another couple claimed to have come across the creature. And this one's a little bit, this one scared me. Really? So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's a married couple and they are driving down a highway in the middle of the night with their 18-month-old baby. And all of a sudden, their car suddenly breaks down. And so the husband gets out and he's trying to inspect what's going on and he smells this pungent smell. And he's just like, what the fuck? And so that's when they, or also when he gets out, he says he feels like a jolt of electricity go through his body. Like he knows something is off. Okay. And so that's when the two claim that they saw a reptilian creature floating across the highway and it's lizard-like. And it drags its hand across the hood of the car. And as it floats away, the car begins to work again. And, of course, they get the fuck out of there. But, like, that's what scared me. Like, it didn't interact with them or anything. Like, it didn't even notice that they were there. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, but that's where they were saying, like, it it had, like, reptilian features. Like, it didn't have, like, this spade-looking thing. Like, some people describe that spade-looking thing, like... Oh, that's its its actual head, and like, no, that's a cowl the, on him or the something. The only yeah. thing I could, so I went through a lot of these accounts just because of the miscommunication between me and Jen. <laughs> and <laughs> as I was going through the research, I kind of attributed it to Cobra. Oh, I get what you're saying. I so get like, what you're saying. If yeah. it is reptilian, whenever it got uh, threatened. It would flare out its its Oh, thing. that's an interesting theory. Yeah. Oh, and you know, the, I mean, it's no mystery anymore, but I mean, there's the spitting cobra as well. Yeah. So maybe it was reptilian in some way. Yeah. Okay. And so another story that took place, this was before the, the group sighting. It was two friends. They were walking to a store and uh, they decided to take a shortcut through a forest. And uh, it's two teenage girls. 
So they see a ball of fire on the hills and assumed it was neighbors doing something called fox chasing. Uh, fox chasing. Yeah, which I don't okay. really understand. But um, <laughs> when she looked back, though, she saw that the fire had vanished and in its place was a tall, dark silhouette of a man-shaped figure. Okay. Horrified, both of the friends ran away. <laughs> and so I'm assuming they saw this 10-foot man figure again. So, you know, of course they're going to fucking run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so after that, tales of the creature's description have changed and morphed throughout time. Uh, some say that the creature was actually wearing a metallic suit, while others say the creature had a reptilian head sticking out of a metal saucer-like object, while huh. others claim that it wasn't an actual organic being, but a hovering mechanical shell. Ooh. And most surprisingly, though, and more upsetting, I think, is that scientists have tried to explain away the sighting to that of a large barn owl. <laughs> it's like that's insult insulting i think to that sounds like the men in black or, yeah <laughs> just all like away. do you see all these people saying the same thing <laughs> but anywho's so since this since then the county of braxton where all of this happened has embraced the monster and Ooh. has turned it into a tourist attraction similar to that of the mothman so they have a monster museum and even more exciting are the Flatwood Monster Chairs, where visitors are encouraged to visit five different giant chairs with different paintings of the monster on each one. Ooh, yeah. cool. So each chair is 10 feet tall and four feet wide. And each chair, people are asked to take a selfie or group shot. And when all five photographs are collected, you can submit them online to their website and you will get a free sticker. <laughs> that's it hey that's pretty cool i want one <laughs> so, i want one of the damn chairs so this is where the popular hashtag free braxy was born and so they also <laughs> call this uh cryptid slash alien braxy so um and i'm just gonna read verbatim from the website because it's just fun so Help us free the Flatwoods monster, known to his friends as Braxy, by documenting his existence and undermining the men in black, whose singular goal is to suppress his existence. Wipe Braxy from the minds of all who have known and come to love his legend, and extinguish the truth of the alien visitor. To spread the truth about Braxy, grab your friends and visit all the five Flatwood monster chairs located in and around Braxton <laughs> County. Isn't so, that cute? It Fun. is cute, but it raises so many questions. Well, that and so, it's like an official, like... Fun fact, he comes out in Fallout. He comes out in a lot of things. Apparently, he came out in uh, one of the Zelda games. Um, he comes out in the Fallout game. So, whenever you're on your pip, it'll if yeah. he's in the area, it'll say Flatwoods Monster. I think I know what you're talking about. Depends on which one. Four, I don't five. remember. Look, see... This purple guy. That's supposed to be based off of the Flatwoods monster. Isn't that cute? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but back to my questions, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I'm going to get serious with this one. If the men in black, which historically have been, have been known to be, excuse me, not the friend of man per se. Mm -hmm. And if this thing is also their enemy, 
uh, I think these people are, are kind of getting mixed messages because what if this thing is not friendly to us either? <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know what I mean? Do you yeah. have any more information on it or was that pretty much it for that you? That was pretty much it. So in one of the accounts, they do like the whole Scooby-Doo thing. Okay. Where like okay. <laughs> they see the thing, they're like, we're going to go find out what that was. And they take off. So they're interviewed and their accounts kind of change in between the group that's where like the inconsistencies kind of happen because they have someone leading the group that didn't have the flashlight and it's supposed to be like uh you know fucking hella dark um, right right and uh then after that um uh, uh, one of them actually was like kind of injured because he tumbled all the way down the hill okay um which he did have injuries but like not to i guess what they would think was the process and as soon as they actually left the area the first thing the thing the lady did was call the sheriff right and the sheriff who was actually responding to someone to an earlier call that someone saw a plane crash oh shit okay so he was already on something like that so he was like oh shit maybe they didn't get the the trajectory right and this is what these kids are talking about so you know, there was a lot of weird shit going on that day. Yeah. Like to begin with. To, to start begin with. with. Yeah. yeah. It was a very just eventful day. And it's not like <laughs> it, you got to think about it. Like that's such a weird thing to just come up with. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of uh, like saying it's just the green man, it's fucking Bigfoot, yeah, something yeah, that's already yeah. been established to be like. Like the description is is too obscure to be like yeah like just made up the spade head i guess is the the yeah what really gets me like i said all i could think of was like if it is reptilian all i could think of was like is it like a cobra creature yeah 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 (laughs) so like from conan yeah exactly (laughs) and my next my next thought like i guess this is all speculation is okay what if it was just the fucking comet that fell Mm-hmm. Okay. But it unearthed something that was in that area. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Or transform something. <laughs> Either which one, but I'm saying like, okay, Comet does a big impact, opens up whatever's underground. Mm-hmm. Sting comes out, it's fucking confused as shit. It's trying to go yeah. back underground where supposedly the reptilian people <laughs> live. You know? I no, did they, air quotations. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, they kept on mentioning about, you know, reptilian, reptilian. I was like, is this a congressman or a politician? <laughs> oh, gosh. That is Matt Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Jed's all cut out. Yep. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> She's putting you in the, the jail again. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that was, uh, that was my... <laughs> short paranormal potluck retelling of the flatwoods monster and i <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it and i inc- yeah, yeah i am actually gonna do like a, a up close portrait painting of that thing Ooh, nice Just because yeah. the, the spade shape and the 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 blood red face really the way they were describing it really kind of like got me like man this is so fucking weird i gotta yeah like too original yeah i i encourage people to go check out those chairs though they're pretty cool yeah they are (laughs) Oh, I got to check out these chairs. Yeah, they're, they're super cute. I'm Googling it right now, actually, so I can show you. See the chairs. Like, they, like, here they go. They're so cute. 
get those jeans. That's too cool. Jeans. Yeah, that is very cool. I want one. <laughs> this is okay. This could be cut out, but that actually got me thinking. Like, what if we uh-huh. do like a plywood cutout of like the donkey lady and I oh paint it? God. And then you oh fucking. Oh my God. You, you charge people to fucking. We're going to go to the flea market and do it. So take pictures with that donkey lady and but have it like in a cur- behind a curtain. <laughs> like those people magic show behind the curtain. <laughs> like, would that be too tacky to ask, like, hey, five bucks for or whatever <laughs> selfie no, with the no, donkey no. lady? It's a, it's a culturally correct for our region, <laughs> for our city. <laughs> okay, so my turn, right? Yes. I'm very excited about this one because, again, you know, I'm I'm trying to to improve my my writing skills. So right. I'm hoping I did a really good job on this one. Wait, ah, yeah. So you're improving, and I am just digressing <laughs> or reverting. <laughs> Anywho, sorry. So. I did The Legend of the Bunny Man. All right. And I, t- I, I told you, and you said that you were already kind of aware of this one. So I'm hoping that I can bring something new to the table and scare you in terms of how I wrote it out and okay. stuff. Uh, and maybe I found some some details that you may may not well, already I'm just, know. I'm just going to say I'm not no expert or anything. I just remember I've heard of him. And I watched a documentary like... 10 or 12 years ago probably about him yeah uh because i want to i even want to state that at the very beginning of this he's probably uh, among some of the og urban legends yeah like he's out there with mothman he's out there with sasquatch and oh yeah nessie so uh i mean i I think nessie's a little bit more popular than these guys come on (laughs) nessie's a a legend yeah like they're like get it right put some respect like Nessie's on like, her name yeah some Nessie's respect. like the the Diana Ross of this like you know uh okay um that's that's strange to say with Sasquatch still in the in the you know ballpark I mean Sasquatch is up there but I'm saying like Nessie's international yeah <laughs> well I mean she kind of has to be she's she, in a whole different you know country she's a Celine Dion She's international, but how can she be Nessie in Scotland and then some dude in a pond in fucking Michigan's like, I saw her down here, dude. <laughs> she came down here. Woo! Well, I mean, to the, that same token, Mothman is international as well. That's true. Yeah, but he came Boom. later. later. Boom. Um, well, yeah. Even yeah. here in San Antonio, there's a park by uh, Old no, not old Pierce. By uh, shit, they'd shoot her by Marbach. Old Pierce, man, um, they'd rob her over there. And they have a metal. Oh, that's the. It's the one that's in uh, Woodlawn, I think. No, it's not Woodlawn. It's no? it's uh, literally off of Military and Marbach that area. Oh. Uh, and uh, they have this small pond that has a cutout of Nessie. <laughs> Yeah. So when it's the real. I'm sure that's at the pawn shop by now. <laughs> no, bro. It's there's a lot of turtles in there, and Mexicans, <laughs> you know, Mexicans are like crocodiles are in there. <laughs> you know, we're very, we're very, we're very yeah, we're very spooked out when stuff starts moving in the water. <laughs> that's terrible. But yeah, I did uh, the Bunny Man, and uh, let's go ahead and get into this one because I, I really, really hope I, I was proud of myself when I was done writing this. Hell yeah! Hell so, yeah, brother. So again, you know, I did the Bunny Man. This is in Fairfax County, Virginia. So 
Fucking, is this Flatwoods also Virginia, right? It was West Virginia. Fucking Virginia. What is up with y'all? What, <laughs> it, it's, there are different the states. The mecca of, uh, oh, I was like, fuck. I was oh, like, yeah. And the other thing, too, uh, Pennsylvania, we see you out there. I don't know what's going on, why we're so popular out there uh, with downloads. Oh, really? Yeah, Pennsylvania. What, what, getting what? crazy with them downloads out there. <laughs> After all, we, we like creepy shit. Raise the roof. <laughs> Either that or they're just like, hey, we, we like y'all's Mexican accent. <laughs> or they that? fall asleep listening to us. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anywho's. Okay, so back to the money man, right? Yes. So the story as it's told is that in 1904, there was an asylum not far from the Colchester Bridge. The local Clifton residents didn't like the idea of a mental patient's uh, living near their new homes. So they got it shut down. And all of the patients were to be taken by bus to Lorton Prison. While en route, the night the patients were to be moved to the prison, the bus swerved and crashed, releasing all the prisoners into the woods in the process. It said that the authorities were able to locate and apprehend all the patients, except for one. A patient by the name of Douglas Griffin, who had already had a brutal background. His criminal record read like a horror movie. It stated he murdered his family one Easter Sunday, leaving the corpses hanging on display. And now he had just disappeared into the woods, not to be found. Now I said he had not been found, but his presence began to soon be seen within the woods in the form of skinned, mutilated rabbit corpses. The corpses, according to locals, that he would skin and use their bloodstained furs as clothing. He then eats them and then hangs them from the Colchester Bridge and surrounding woods as a warning to anyone who dare venture there. Now, as all good stories go, other tailings include a second inmate that had escaped into the woods with Griffin. In this telling, it's soon after the authorities learn of Griffin's background that the searches intensify, and after officers witness the bunny corpses that they, they begin to coin Griffin as the bunny man. It's said by locals that this infuriated Griffin, and as a sign of disapproval, the next corpse the authorities located was that of the second inmate, throat slit, skinned, and disemboweled, his intestines swaying in the gentle breeze as they hang from from his corpse. It's described as being an incredible display of horror. Searches intensified yet again, and it's during one routine walk a pair of officers would come across Griffin crouched on the ground dirty with what could be dirt or dried blood stains all over his body and the small remaining clothes he still had on him he sat chewing gnawing and ripping flesh from the bone of a rabbit trying to approach him silently griffin hears them approaching turns looks at them with rage in his eyes then sprints into the woods the officers give chase and keep pace with griffin for a time Before they notice, he's continuing to gain speed and moving almost unnaturally swift through the trees and brush. After a short pursuit, the officers see a small sign of relief. They've cornered Griffin on the Colchester Bridge overpass, thinking that even if Griffin jumped from that height, he would definitely be injured and not be able to escape any further. Without even a second thought, though, Griffin jumps and, to the officer's surprise, lands on the tracks below unharmed. They watch as Griffin looks up at them, but before either one of them even knew what was happening, a train sped through the tunnel, striking and killing Griffin instantly. Oh, wow. Or so they thought. 
It's after the train had passed and the noise settled that the officers swear they hear a maniacal laughter coming from the woods surrounding. It would be some time after the incident. On one Halloween night, a group of kids were hanging around the bridge. Reported by a girl who waited outside the bridge in some brushes, claimed to see some sort of orb of light travel its way from the woods slowly, then entered the tunnel. In a flash of blinding light, she heard the screams of her friends coming from the tunnel. When the light finally dimmed and disappeared, she saw that all her friends had been strung up by their necks. The unfortunate ones were gutted and left to hang while their innards and blood trailed to the ground below. Now it's said that if you dare venture to the Colchester Bridge and cross the tracks on Halloween night, you will be attacked, chased down, gutted, then strung up from the bridge. Of course, though... Within the years that the story has been told, it has evolved, and told in many more forms. One includes a distraught teen that had murdered his entire family, then traveled to Colchester Bridge, where he would take his own life by hanging himself from the tunnel. According to the story, it's his unresting, vengeful spirit that now haunts the bridge and the surrounding areas. Another version of the legend shares that a mental patient escaped from a local asylum and found refuge in the woods around the bridge. Distraught by the murder of his wife and daughter, that he may or may not have committed himself, he remained in hiding and lived on wild rabbits to stay alive, leaving their half-eaten remains by the bridge. So, those were pretty much the stories, the legends that that tell of Bunny Man. Mm -hmm. And... The next part is uh, kind of where these these stories grew from the seeds of these actual accounts, right? Are you familiar with the actual reported accounts from the news articles? No. Oh, so this one's going to be good. Okay. So the first confirmed reported sighting of the bunny man was even reported on by the news. The local newspaper article reads as follows. A Air Force Academy cadet, Robert Bennett, told police that shortly after midnight last Sunday, him and his fiance were sitting in a car in the 5400 block of Guinea Road when a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears ran from the nearby brush and shouted, you're on private property and I have your tag numbers. The rabbit threw a wooden handled hatchet through the right front car window. The first year cadet told police as soon as he threw the hatchet, the rabbit skipped off into the night, police said. Bennett and his fiance were not injured. Police say they have the hatchet, but no other clues in the case. They say Bennett was visiting an uncle who lives across the street from the spot where the car was parked. The cadet was in the area to attend last weekend's Air Force Navy football game. And that was the first account. Okay. And so it goes into a little more detail because as all kind of urban legends go, it says that they were doing a little bit something more than just uh, parked there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the some of the hanky panky or smoking weed. <laughs> no, they were not smoking weed. I'm I'm all, I'm adding to the legend. <laughs> they weren't smoking. They weed. were doing their taxes. <laughs> Turbo tax was around back then. Oh my god! What do I put in this box right here? <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to put in this box. Anywho, I'm sorry. Is this sorry. deductible? Holy shit! <laughs> 
Yeah. So, and and again, so some of the stories that I've also read on this uh, account, uh, of course, this is the article, right? Mm -hmm. But some of the other stories that I, I kind of don't want to lean too hard on is said that he actually approached the car and they witnessed him approaching slowly from the from the left side. And it's not until the last minute that Bennett actually saw him at the car window where he smashes it then tells them like hey y'all are trespassing i have y'all tag numbers and it's while uh they're like in shock and trying to escape that he throws the hatchet into the car i guess trying to get them yeah and uh they speed away and it's not until later that they realize what he had thrown because he looked down you know at the floorboards of the car and he sees the hatchet between his legs and stuff that's so, scary as fuck yeah i love it i love it i don't so <laughs> So uh, then he was spotted again two weeks later. This article reads, a man wearing a furry rabbit suit with two long ears appeared again on Guinea Road in Fairfax County Thursday night. Police reported this time wielding an axe and chopping away at a roof support on a new house. Less than two weeks ago, a man wearing what was described as a bunny suit accused two persons in a parked car of trespassing and heaved a hatchet through a closed window of the car at 5400 Guinea Road. They were not hurt. Thursday night's rabbit, wearing a suit described as gray, black, and white, was spotted a block away at 5307 Guinea Road. Paul Phillips, a private security guard for construction company, said he saw the rabbit standing on the front porch of a new but unoccupied house. I started talking to him, Philip said, and that's when he started chopping. All you people trespassing around here, Philip said the rabbit told him as he whacked eight gashes in the pole. If you don't get out of here, I'm going to bust you on the head. Philip said he walked back to his car to get his gun, but the rabbit, carrying the long-handled axe, ran off into the woods. The security guard said the man was 5'8", 160 pounds, and appeared to be in his early 20s. That rabbit didn't want no smoke. He saw that <laughs> shit. His whole toughness just diminished. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> he crazy, but he ain't that crazy, apparently. God damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> Better luck next time. Yeah, tricks are for kids, boy. <laughs> okay. Damn. Hey. I for sure thought he was like, I shot him. He's like, but no. Crazy ass bunny dude. He Apparently, me. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Come back, Mr. Sick. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so back to the story. Mm -hmm. It's these two publicated articles that begin to fuel the bunny man panic or where the following stories credited and only enraged uh, the bunny man. In the following months, more than 50 more sightings were reported from stories of children being chased through the woods by a figure crudely dressed like a bunny. Witnesses spawning him standing on the side of the road, fixed gazed upon them, then disappearing into the woods. One witness even claimed to have seen the bunny man feasting on their neighbor's runaway cat. And admittedly, the next account could be locals perpetuating the stories. Right? But the account seemed genuine and you can't really know without any proof, right? Mm -hmm. In 2001, it's alleged that six local students and a guide found mutilated bo uh, rabbit body parts in the forest, heard noises, and saw figures moving around in the woods which they reported to the police. 
All right. So some kind of some crazy things. So I'm not here to be a party pooper and tell you some of the claims have obviously been debunked. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a there is a guy who's done a lot of work to debunk and legitimize some of the claims. Right. His name is uh, Brian Connolly, if you're interested, anybody out there. But we're here to hear spooky stories. So I'm not going to dive into those. Okay. Okay. So this is an urban legend after all, like I said. Mm-hmm. Right. But he also may have discovered some possible truths behind the stories. Now, this goes without saying that brutal crimes happen all the time all over the world. Mm-hmm. But when one coincidentally fits the narration, does it hold some credit? A headline from an article in February of 1949 reads, The gruesome slaying of a mother and her eight-month-old baby girl. The two victims had disappeared during a car ride with, you know, husband and father. After a short, uh, short, short search, police had soon found the bodies in a shallow grave. The woman had been beaten and shot. The baby girl buried alive. The husband and father was eventually arrested, convicted, and sent to a mental institution, where at least I couldn't find anything else on the man, nor did any of the articles I read, you know, provided any further history on him. So did he just disappear, you know, in in time, or is it possible that he escaped and continues to prowl the woods physically or spiritually? Hmm. The end. Interesting. Huh. I don't like that last story. <laughs> okay, so what'd you think? Was it anything new that you didn't know? Um, I want to say like I that you kind of like brushed off like my memory on a lot of stuff because I do remember the hatchet thing with the guy uh Bunny dude sounds familiar after a, one of the accounts he had said and I was like I remember vaguely kind of hearing it but then I was like Pff. Bunny man, <laughs> these guys are running out of things. It's turning into the next, you know, Batman movie out oh, there. Oh gosh! Oh, so uh, I also want to say, like, this is just after notes that I have, right? Mm-hmm. So they do have a Bunny Man festival, which sounds oh like gosh. fucking fun. I want to go. Uh, you can actually go to the tunnel, but uh, you know, I hear there's like a hundred to two hundred people all gathered around, hoping to see fucking Bunny Man and shit. Or, well, uh, that's what I was doing right now. Is like I looked up the Bunny Man Bridge. Uh, uh, Google and like there's reviews and apparently Five Nights at Freddy's somehow uh, incorporated the Bunny Man's bridge into the lore because there were a couple of reviews that mentioned Five Nights at Freddy's. And what the fuck? I know. Okay. And Jesus I was like, Christ. what happened here? You know, that, that is a phenomenon of all of its own is fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. That game just exploded and continues to kind of just be they can steadily popular. Markiplier for that. Yeah, I, Jesus Christ. I I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a video game. It was really cool actually okay. in the very beginning. I yeah. only like beat one once. <laughs> <laughs> like all Five Nights? Huh? Yeah. Really? I can't. Oh, I think it man. was the original one though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like that's where my love for Five Nights at Freddy had started. And don't get me wrong, right? Like, I actually do enjoy the story. Like, you, you, if you read the story, it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, the games have just kind of, kind of just like, yeah, they're just all right. Well, I mean, this last one is actually pretty good. Mm. Security Breach. I hear that one's really good. So. I, I haven't. I think I watched, uh, I think I watched Markiplier play it, like, on one video. And I was just like, well, got to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> These are the, the creatures that are like the Pistol Pete. 
pizza's yes. characters, yep. right? Yeah, okay. and the Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. Okay, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't remember the Chuck E. Cheese. All I remember, as far as the animatronic things, is Pistol Pete pizzas. It's the only one. Well, I worked at a Chuck E. Oh, cheese, man. so did you? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. It was a very short time, but oh my anyways. God. Okay. Uh, yeah, she got kicked out due to some. <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> Anyways. Legal issues. Some, some mushroom up. cheese and... Ew, no. <laughs> Anyways. Um... She has the things for rats and, <laughs> oh, and, no. and, uh, and shorts. Anyways. Okay, guys. Well, if you've made it this Mr. far, thank Chuck you. Cheese. Oh, my God. You she was trying tonight? to flirt with, with Chuck E. Cheese. Oh Jennifer, it's Brian. <laughs> you're ruining... <laughs> no, you're the... ruining... <laughs> This was before the they did the rebranding, so it was like the the rat, the With old the, rat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the the cool young Chucky now. That, that's why I'm. That's exactly why I'm saying it. So it's vintage see, Chucky. She sticks her her finger up to the nose and pushes it up. Shh, <laughs> Mr. Cheese, what do you want? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Okay. Wow, I didn't know you worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I've had many you. jobs. Keep the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> it was very short lived, oh but anyways, um, did they really? Uh, uh, do they really steal pieces of pizza and then make? Other I pizzas never out saw of? that. No, <laughs> that was so dumb. That's fabricated, bro. <laughs> you know, the, oh, yeah. I know how long, like how much work that would take. I know it's all they were. We were getting paid minimum wage. I think we are not going to do extra shit. Yeah, like save all the pizzas. <laughs> the fuck I am. Everything's in the trash. So. Yeah, but anyways, it's just way easier to throw it away. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. Now, they used to have fire ass fucking wings. Now they suck. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember it's that. Terrible. They only had like three people working a Chuck E. Cheese like at any one time. I, and like I said, I loved pistol pete's pizza because it was like a bar that like <laughs> that catered to kids because i remember oh, like man. you like i just remember like family get-togethers and there was like 20 pitchers at a table oh yeah oh God. yeah and i was like and it wasn't even yep, like the light shit family. it was like the heavy shit <laughs> and i was all like that's peter piper now that's peter piper now yeah well i mean like no because i feel like peter piper now like they're like we'll cut you off <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like pistol pete's was like yeah, these fucking kids ain't shit. <laughs> Keep drinking, guys. <laughs> Anyways. Um, or maybe that was just a Southside thing over here. Maybe. Well, this was in Moreto. This is in a completely Oh, part shit. Of I never even thought about Pistol Pete's being anywhere other than San Antonio. I only remember one. Well, anyways. <laughs> anyways, before we continue this pizza talk, pizza rat. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, cowboy. Oh, gosh. Not anyways. Your, your sex rat. <laughs> God. Anyways, thank you for tuning in this week. Um, again, if you have your own stories you'd like to share, please send them to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com. Um, and uh, please rate us and you know subscribe, do all that good stuff. It definitely oh, yeah. helps. Um, Jen just gets an influx of, so you're into Chuck E. Cheese too? Oh my emails? gosh. <laughs> Let me send you my fan art. <laughs> Oh my god, anyways. you're gonna get furry uh, furry emails. Oh my gosh. Um all right. Well, anyways, thank you again guys for listening in. Uh make sure to stay hydrated. Uh have a good week. All right. Love anybody you. got any shout outs before we we, we we jump out? No. No. Okay, yeah. Uh just Aunt Aunt P. Oh just yeah. Keeping her alive yeah. in the memory. Jesus. Oh yeah. You gotta keep it out there. Her, Auntie P. Her penis fly trap. And Salma mm. Hayek. 
Her oh, big yeah. toe only, though. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you again, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.